Hello and welcome to the first episode of Two Peas on a Pod podcast. I'm Jason. I'm here with my co-host Dale. And we went to Spooky Empire Mayhem here in Orlando, Florida. And we just wanted to talk a little bit about that. Uh, Dale, who was your favorite guest you met this weekend? It had to be Akira Takarada and Horio Nakajima. Uh, I've just been a Godzilla fan for, I guess, 28 years now. And that was extremely rewarding for me to see them both at the same time. And uh, they were both as classy as it gets, both very kind. Price is very reasonable. I went three times to see them. Yeah. And I don't think that was enough. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were real cool guys, real nice. That's I mean, compared to some of the other guests here, they were extremely nice. But... Uh, yeah, we uh, went to the panel with those guys on, uh, was it Saturday? Yes, 1 o'clock we, uh, on Saturday. And, uh, we saw the, the panel, they talked a little bit about Godzilla, did the Q&A deal. That was pretty interesting. It uh, wasn't quite as crowded as I thought that, that would be, but uh, it was it was a pleasant experience. And uh, let's see, we met quite a few people this weekend. Uh, my, my favorite guest would probably be, um, probably Heather Langenkamp from uh, Nightmare. On Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, met quite a few people, but nobody was very, uh, very personable. Nobody really seemed like they cared very much about being there, other than her and, and Amanda Wise was very nice, also. But um, yeah, that being said, you know we didn't go go to a whole lot of uh, the screenings or uh, panels, other than the Godzilla panel, and I went to the Nightmare on Elm Street panel uh, today on uh, Sunday. It's just so crowded. Um, but, yeah, we want to talk a little bit about the hotel. What do you think about the hotel? Uh, I had several issues with the, especially with the weather around around Orlando this whole weekend. It's been very rainy. Yeah. And uh, the, our room is on one side of the hotel, and the convention center is on the other side. And even though I'm a big guy and I can use the exercise, walking to the convention and back uh, got old, you know, pretty quickly. Especially with the possibility of being rained on, considering that half of the walk was uncovered. Yeah. Um, that, that really did not seem to be uh, a stellar <laughs> idea for, you know... A convention such as this. It doesn't really make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. This is the the Dollar Tree, I mean the Double Tree that we're talking about in in Orlando. And the the fucked up thing is we're we're actually staying in the hotel, but the convention center is right next to the hotel, but you have to walk all the way around. They won't let you go through the connected... Uh, doorway, which is really screwed up. I don't understand why we couldn't walk through there. The only people they let through there are the the guests and probably the staff and stuff. But uh, we have to walk all the way around from our hotel, which is like Dale said, on the opposite side to the entrance of the convention center. Which, I mean, you know, whenever I've been to conventions before, I've always liked being able to go up to the room and drop stuff off. You know, it really saves me having to carry stuff around and. You know this. You know the way they've got it set up here is it's a. I mean it's. I mean the you know round trip. It's what probably twenty thirty minutes. I mean you know walk. Roughly. 
I mean, Especially with the crowds. Yeah, with the crowds. I mean, it's a good little walk. But I talked to some uh, people that have been to these before, and it hasn't been at this place very long. Apparently, the the previous hotel was torn down, which was was supposed to be a little better. But um, let's see. Well, I just you know. This is only the second convention I've been to where I actually stayed oh, yeah. in the hotel. I mean, I've been to another one just for a day, the Texas Frightmare, oh, yeah. back in 2010. But in 2006, I was at G-Fest, and it was nothing like that. You know, I stayed in there, and you know, I could get down to the, the vendors' rooms or the panels easily within you know four or five minutes tops. So it was all inside, and it was it was very comfortable and very nice there. Was it actually, it was actually on like a floor of the hotel? It's on the very bottom there. The bottom, the yeah, area there. That's the way some of the ones I've been to have been before. Also. It, was, it wasn't as big as this. Yeah. Uh, G-Fest, yeah. I don't think it's ever been as big as this. I may be wrong, but uh, this is, I'd say this is right on par with Frightmare. Oh, yeah. Regarding size. Uh, yeah. you've been to that twice. Yeah. It's kind of hard to tell because... You know, here it's a lot of smaller rooms that are, you know... It's, it's I mean, spread it's, out. Yeah, it's more spread out than rather than being one big room, which is what what Frightmare was the first time I went. The second time I went, they had, they had changed locations, and it was actually more similar to this with lots of smaller rooms. A lot of Yeah. But I was, it's something else I wanted to mention, the uh, Once Upon a Time cast was here. And I just think that was kind of an odd choice. I mean, they were they were obviously pretty popular, but what did you think about that? I didn't see, I didn't see them much. They had their own room. Yeah, they actually had their own room you know, just which, for that them. That was interesting, but I guess to keep them segregated from uh, the horror fans. Yeah, that's all I could think of. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, 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 at least it kept them away from us. Yeah. You know, it kept some of that crowd away from us as well. I guess that was a good idea to keep them yeah. kind of separate. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of a different type of, you know, fan. I know a lot of people came up just to see them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, the selection was nice of, yeah. of people. I thought it was, it didn't, you know, the first time I went to Frightmare, the only time it was, it was literally hell trying to get an autograph just from George Romero. Again, his yeah. plane was late, but. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, John Carpenter was there, and I didn't get to see him then. I, I was fortunate enough this time, but it wasn't so bad. The lines, not till today. Yeah, uh, I, I was surprised. People, yeah, I was too. Was, I was, thought it would have slacked off. Yeah, today it was Friday that I went and got Robert England and uh, Amanda Weiss had a land camp all in a row, and I don't think I waited in line at all for anybody. You didn't. So I mean, that's I mean Robert England. The bad thing about Robert England is he was the most expensive guest here, to my knowledge. I mean, because he, he was, was fifty, and what Carpenter was forty. I'm not sure about the once upon a time people. Cause yeah, I don't they, they, they could have been. I mean, I don't, I don't know anything about that stuff, but yeah, they very well could have been more as well. But I don't know. Just kind of an odd choice, and especially with the the show just getting canceled. You know, once upon a time just getting canceled. That may be why it was so popular. Yeah, that's true. Because they're not going to be able to really bank on that, I guess, well, in the near future. I might be wrong on that. But it was a good way of making sure the guests actually show up, too. 
Yeah, they need I'm the money. I'm going to assume that was the whole reason for canceling that. Right. But, uh... Well, that, yeah, uh, that show was canceled, and, uh, let's see, who all didn't show? I know, was it Lori Holden canceled? She canceled, and there was one other person who canceled, I guess, fairly early. Yeah. Uh, but Lori Holden canceled. Like, recently? Like, yeah, within a month. Yeah, she... So they all had stuff set up. Well, they've already got, yeah, she's on the, uh, the poster art and everything that they've designed for this show. But, uh... I've been relatively pleased. You know, my main complaints... I don't really have any complaints about the actual convention itself. No. no my no. main complaints are with the the Dollar Tree Hotel here. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm never going to stop calling it that. But the we Dollar had... Uh, I mean, it, it just... It seems like this place is in, in need of a... Uh, some uh, restoration. You know, needs to be kind of updated. Yeah, yeah it's, it looks like, what, the 80s in here? A little bit? Yeah, and the toilet has like no no power to it toilet at all. It just kind of lets gravity do yeah. its thing, I guess. And the the shower like scares the shit out of me every time I take a shower. It, like makes a loud uh, noise. It's almost like air pressure. That's probably what it in is, there. But it just you got to prepare yourself when it's coming because it scares the shit out of you. But um, that and. Uh, See what else happened? I mean, I mean, just like as soon as we got here, we just weren't happy with this place. It's uh, just the walking. Um, you know, you got a drink at the bar the other night that was nine like, fifty. It was yeah, ten dollar drink for like six ounces of you know a mixed drink. That's a little fucking ridiculous. Um, but I guess that's just you know that's everywhere. But uh, yeah, something happened the other night. We call it the uh, the cart incident. Where, uh, you know, other places I've stayed, you know, when I've gone out, you know, bought some stuff, whatever, go grab a cart, load it up, you know, bring it back up to the room. And, uh, you know, we tried to do that this time, and, and we weren't allowed, apparently, because only the bellhop can uh, use the cart, can only operate the cart. Apparently, it's a, a well, pretty, I guess we're, you pretty know, detailed. Your average civilian is incompetent. Pretty, uh, with, uh, you know, that or they're having a rash of. Thefts regarding carts. It can't be that. I mean, who the hell's gonna steal a cart? That's just. But I mean, you may be right, but shit. Well, I I get the feeling it's a policy. I don't know if it's something that happened here or maybe another double tree, and it's just a company-wide thing. But maybe it's an insurance thing. Possibly. Because the guy said only he had a real bad stutter, but he said only the bellhop can operate the cart. You know, he said I'm the bellhop, only I can operate the cart. That, that that pissed me off pretty bad because we had to, you know, carry, you know, five bags of groceries, you know, a half mile across the fucking parking lot. Which was another issue. The yeah. parking was a huge, parking, huge yeah, issue. Parking, yeah, man. Uh, I, I've looked on Facebook and Twitter and seen other people complaining about the parking. Yeah. And, uh, I can only imagine how bad it was on Saturday. Like, we didn't even try to leave on Saturday till till you know, after late. the convention was over. Because uh, we were, you know, afraid we wouldn't be able to find a place to park. Because shit, they were lined up, you know, everywhere. Well, it was that. I mean, I had, you know, we're on the opposite side yeah. of the hotel for the convention. Right. I had to park right in front of the convention. So we're, yeah, hiking all the way across here. You know, I just didn't appreciate it. They didn't make me feel, uh, you know, I'm staying at this fucking hotel. They didn't make me feel like I'm, you know, welcomed or, you know, appreciated at all. 
Um, that's that's something a hot cookie won't you know won't won't solve. That seems to be their their slogan here. They've got it everywhere. They're about these fucking hot cookies they give you when you check in. Now I'm sorry, that coupon I've ever used. Oh, from the for I'll the, just say for the rape van. Uh, the, the free one in Rape Alley. Yeah, <laughs> for the rape special. Yeah, poor woman on the whole rascal giving us coupons. Yeah. Saying that just past the convention, there's just this dark hole over there it's with free cookies. The, the van that says free candy on it. Yeah. But, uh, no, I mean, I've been relatively pleased with the convention itself. i I, I got to say, you know, our first time here, I haven't been to a whole lot of conventions before, but, you know, I was I was pleased. You know, I wasn't able to get all the autographs I wanted just because of money. Just kind of ran out of money, kind of, you know, spent it way too quickly. I uh, picked up an Exorcist one sheet that I couldn't turn down the first the first day we were here and spent a good chunk of my money on that. That didn't help. It, but, uh, yeah, the convention was nice. Uh, honestly, the prices I thought were they were better than I expected. Yeah, yeah. you know I've heard of others where it's hundred, you know, eighty hundred bucks for a signature. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, and. For it to be fifty dollars at the most, and then the the two Godzilla guys was twenty five each. That's awesome. They really could have been charging more than that. Uh, well, I think they made quite a bit of money because they were they were steady because the whole weekend. And they, unlike some other guests, they stayed every bit of time they were supposed to. Yeah, they were charging twenty five each, and then Jamie Kennedy was right next to them, was charging thirty. Yeah. So that, that kind of tells you the caliber we're talking here. Jamie Kennedy cut out, I think, before 11. I don't even know if he showed up at the convention. Was he Was he there when you went down there? This morning? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I probably walked right by him. I didn't notice. Yeah. I sure noticed him when he tried to uh, check out wearing a oh, hoodie yeah. and sunglasses. Yeah, Jamie Kennedy's afraid of the paparazzi. He was, he was in a hoodie and sunglasses. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I was also surprised because uh, before the convention, I was trying to find a They Live poster to get John Carpenter and Roddy Roddy Piper to sign, and I couldn't find any on eBay under around two hundred dollars, and you can never be sure if it's going to be legit or not. Yeah. I found an original here for a yeah. very reasonable price, and I got that signed. So I'm uh, very uh, pleased with that. Yeah, that that guy that uh, that's the same guy that I bought my poster from. I was trying to find his name because. Really had some some great deals and some some great stuff. Like he got the they live poster. Incision posters. Yeah, incision. Was oh, that it? Cool. Yeah, he was he was uh, he was pretty good to us. So. Yeah, he hooked us up. I uh, I got a little uh, eleven by seven for uh, Linnea Quigley to sign. I picked that up from him also. I would have bought a lot more if I had more money because I saw a lot of stuff I wanted poster-wise. That's kind of my, uh, one of my uh, things is collecting one-sheets. I try not to do it very much anymore just because of the, you know, money it takes these days now that collectors are involved. I would also imagine where we live, you really can't find any. Yeah. You you rely on the internet. Yeah. Uh, you never know who's legit and who's not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of that stuff, you know, will be reprints. Yeah. I mean, but most of the time, it's not even good enough to where you, you know, it's going to fool you. 
Well, that's why with the Kinkos and just print it off. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I do have to say, a lot of the original artists at this convention had some pretty interesting and had good uh, quality products. Yeah. Know, I bought several, yeah, several uh, posters, you know, done by artists here, and it, were, it was great. It was good yeah. stuff. I was I was glad to see there was a whole area just for that. Yeah, because I didn't expect that. I don't usually look at all that stuff too much because it's never really anything that, that I'm interested in. But I did like a lot of the stuff they had here. A lot of uh, a lot of the vendors were actually from you know Orlando or around the area, so it's kind of interesting to see some different stuff than what I'm used to. And uh, you know, I I was much more pleased with the vendors than I was you know than I have been with other conventions. Wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you say? The vendors? Was- oh, yeah. Yeah, they were great. They, uh, most of them, I mean, they were willing to work with you. Mm-hmm. It's a good selection of stuff. Uh, I, if, if I had to complain about anything regarding the vendors, it's just, it's almost like the, the room they were in was not big enough for yeah. how many there were. And That's true. You have somebody stopping on one side, another one on the other, and you can't get through. I mean, it's just, it's a bottleneck right there, yeah. you know. Uh, I think that's, that's pretty much a problem everywhere, though. It's a well, just because dumbasses don't know how to walk. Well, I like the ones who it's like their brain just stops yeah. in the middle of an aisle and they just sit there. <laughs> you just you just stop in the middle of the moving traffic. But that's just people. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we I didn't go to any screenings. I usually try to go to some screenings. At, you know the conventions I've been to before. Um, there wasn't really anything that I was that interested in. I wanted to check out the disciples, but we were out doing something. I think when that was going on, I never got a chance to watch that. But um, yeah, I mean, it was mainly just movies I've seen before. You know, it was, and it's, you know, you can watch it at your house. You know, much more comfortable environment than you could on a, you know, on a screen they have. Yeah, like a fifty-inch uh, projection screen. It wasn't even that that big. I appreciate the effort, but yeah. and you're right for something like this, which is probably the best venue for, you know, uh, I'd say amateur filmmakers. Sure. You know, it would be nice to have some of that. I mean, showing classics like the Godzilla and, and various horror films, yeah, and the eight millimeter films. That's cool. I'm not knocking that, but it it would have it would have been nice for them to just show a little bit of a. Uh, like a support yeah. for, for you know, amateur horror filmmakers. Well, I mean, it, you know, it's not like we don't like stuff like that, but when you're in a place like this, you kind of want to go do something different that you haven't seen before, you know? Like, uh-huh. you know, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday, who the fuck's going to go watch Halloween? You know, there wasn't that was people in like there. three people in there. Yeah. And, you know, not that I don't like Halloween, but I don't want to spend the time I've got here doing that, you know? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't pay to come here to watch Halloween. I mean, I, you know, we've all seen that movie, you know, multiple times before. But that's like all the movies they showed. They were all pretty much, you know, like Halloween or I can't even think of some of the other examples. Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I mean, it's just you know you're not going to come here to watch that. You know, it's that was a very late edition too because that's not even in the booklet. I was handed out. Uh, the only way I knew about it was by looking online. Okay. That may be why I didn't uh-huh. even know about it until you mentioned it. But, but uh, 
One thing that I think would be neat, I guess just off the top of my head, what G-Fest did, is they had the Pickwick Theater up there. It was an old vintage theater, I think, from the 1920s. Oh, yeah. And they show Godzilla movies there. Yeah. And you go to a nice theater and watch that. That's one thing. That was a separate location? Yeah, you drive to a separate location. But, you know, not everybody has seen Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street on the big screen. Yeah, Um, I would do that now. Yeah, yeah. see? Uh, 35-millimeter print, that'd be awesome. That's that's an idea, and it's that's not a, like that's a different story. Orlando doesn't have many. I mean, this movie theaters right around here. Yeah, but you know how they are now. I mean, shit, they're all you digital. Know. They're all digital. I mean, you know, pretty much everybody's converted to digital now. So, yeah, I guess because uh, like the Pickwick Theater is old. Yeah, still have some art house theaters that still maintain. Yeah, the the old projection system. That that may be it. That would be nice. I've seen a, a lot of conventions. I haven't been to them, but I've seen them do stuff like that. They may have a drive, you know, drive-in nearby. Yeah. And show, you know, some screenings there. That'd be cool. That'd be perfect for me. I've never seen a movie in the drive-in, and I think, yeah, you know, some of the old classic horror films were made for drive-ins. Absolutely. And uh, I would love to be able to have that experience at some point. Yeah, I mean, shit, drive-ins are fucking dying. They are. I mean, the only place I've really known... I mean, of course, it's in California, but there's a place in New Jersey, I think, that does it every year. Oh, really? They have a theme. Like, the other year, they had just Vincent Price movies. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and this drive-in. That'd be great. Yeah. I wouldn't get any sleep watching that stuff. Yeah, but, no doubt. You know, I, that's worth it to me. Mm-hmm. I, I just... I, I just can't drive up to New Jersey. No, you know? of course not. You got to fly to go there. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but yeah, you know, overall I was pleased. Uh, you know, kind of kind of tired, ready to go home, get some get some rest. But uh, the main thing I would say is they need to move to another hotel. I don't know if that's an option, but uh, I, I was really displeased with this hotel here. I, you know, I definitely wouldn't come back for something other than you know the the show. Yeah, I highly I, I recommend this this convention. It was very. It was very well handled, I thought. Yeah. Staff know. did a good job. You know, Sta- staff was, you know, knowledgeable. If they didn't know what you were asking for, they'd go find out for you. Yeah. And that's, you know, I'd heard that before we even came, that the staff was really, really helpful. And they were. There was a lot of staff, too. You yeah, know, there was plenty was, of people. You, you know, never had any problem finding anybody. You know, everything was was pretty well, well run. I thought yeah. pretty... They were all kind. I'll give them that. None of them acting like you were bothering them. Yeah, yeah. Which has been an issue. Yeah. I understand you get tired after a while of people asking the same question over and over. Yeah. But, you know, you're here for... You volunteer. But, yeah, I thought the staff was pretty... uh was pretty courteous. It, uh, you know, I don't have any complaints. I mean, the, the staff was real helpful. Whenever I needed anything, they helped me out. You know, they told you where to go and... You know, they keep you in line, you know, so the lines don't go everywhere. Like, I know when I was at Texas Frightmare a few years ago, or maybe last year, when uh, Danny Trejo was there, it, uh, like, basically, there was just, like, six different lines, and, you know, I, in the end, I didn't even get an autograph of the guy, and I stood in line for, like, two hours, but, uh, and I didn't end up getting an autograph because he left on Sunday, you know, didn't even do anything on Sunday. I was, you know, hoping to get it then, but, you know, anyway, they, there, there was no organization with the lines, and, uh, you know, basically, whoever was there first, 
you know, closest to him got a signature, which was kind of fucking crazy the way they did it. But I thought everything was real well organized at this show. And, uh, yeah, no complaints in that department at all. Really no complaints about the actual convention at all. But uh, I was in the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street panel today, and I thought it was – it was really crammed in there. It was really packed. It was it was completely full and pretty much completely full of people standing as well. And it was just really hot in there. I didn't even stay for the whole thing. I uh, left after about 30 minutes. It was just unbearably hot. But a uh, really interesting panel. Anything else you want to add? Well, I can't think of anything at this point. I mean, the Godzilla panel was nothing like that. Yeah. So it was actually pleasant in there. Yeah, it was it was, it was definitely pleasant in that panel, you know. Uh, well, I guess the one thing I wouldn't like to say is that it's just kind of a shame that some of the guests did not stay as long as yeah. was scheduled. Yeah. Um, and uh, I guess it just shows the character of some of them, of those that did. Uh, I do specifically remember as of tonight... Sunday night at 5. Uh, Kira Takarada, Haruo Nakajima, Robert England, and Pat Carroll were the only ones I recall still being yeah. there. Others left very early. Yeah, all during the day. Which is kind of shitty because, I mean, if you're... I mean, say you're, you're coming here to just meet that person, you know? Say you're coming to just, just get Jimmy Kennedy's autograph. I'm sure there was one person that, you know, really wanted his autograph. And, you know, say they came at, you know, 2 o'clock on Sunday and he was already gone. Um, you know, it's just shitty because it's, you know, advertised as three days. Yeah. Aver- I mean, it's advertised and set hours and, you know, some people, uh, I'll, I'll say, I know John Carpenter had several panels. I understand that he was pretty busy, but. Uh, yeah, and the, and the photo ops, too. He did have the photo ops. That's. Why don't you talk about the how they wouldn't even let you take a picture with him? Yeah, that was one thing that they just did not allow you. You could take a picture of him signing your your um, your poster, or your picture, but uh, absolutely no pictures could be taken with him, unlike pretty much anyone else. Yeah, I mean, I, I, they were doing. Was it who else was doing photo ops? Were the Godzilla guys doing photo ops? Well, they did. Yeah, they did photo op yeah. for on Saturday. They did that, but they were still taking photos. Yeah, they also there. took pictures. They took plenty. Uh, with everyone. You could take pictures with both of them. Yeah, I had absolutely no issues with them. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get the whole photo op thing. I don't see how it's that appealing. I think it's bullshit. I mean, I just don't get it. But I right. guess it's another way to make money, and it seems like pretty much all conventions are doing it now. You know, all that I, that I've heard about are doing that as well but I mean maybe like if all the Ghostbusters you know back when Harold Ramis was still alive mm-hmm. in their gear you know that I may pay $100 for you know well yeah yeah. I but, mean, I mean cool. like only stuff like that would I even care about like I don't I mean it's like everybody's doing those now the, the photo ops you know like I know uh, Stuart Gordon uh, did one last year oh did he not uh Jeffrey Combs, I mean, did one for a reanimator. You know, he was in the was in the coat. You know, had his little green syringe. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it was pretty cool, but you know, I'm, I'm not gonna pay. Fuck, I don't know, fifty hundred dollars, whatever they wanted for it. You know, I'm not gonna pay that. What's 
honestly, it's ridiculous some of the cost. Like, uh, like what's say the two Godzilla guys, twenty five dollars for a picture, sure, and autograph by them. But there were others you had to pay thirty dollars for the autograph, ten dollars for a little picture, yeah, with your phone, yeah. Um, now of course you could do the photo op thing. That's an option, but that's like at least fifty bucks or so. You know, I understand it's a business and they need to make money, but that's that's kind of putting the fans in a bind. And I would think that these conventions are for the fans because that'd be the only reason they would have these. Well, I think a lot of the, the like the handlers of these people, they're the ones orchestrating these these photo ops. Oh, they are. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's the the you know convention promoters. Well, with Carpenter, when he came back to the line, one person in front of me asked to have his picture taken with Carpenter. Yeah. Carpenter had no problem doing it. Yeah. He just did it. Yeah. And then one of the staff helped, and then his his handler uh, got pretty pissed about that, <laughs> so there was no more of that. Was it, a, was it an Asian guy? No, it was a woman. That was a woman. I think Carpenter had about five handlers to go find oh, okay. him wherever he wanted yeah. to lay. Kind of an Asian guy the last time. That I, so. that I saw him back in 2010. But, uh, what'd you think about him? Was he pretty good spirits and a good mood? Carpenter? Yeah. He was fine. I mean, he walked right by me as he came back to his, uh, table because it was right after the panel. Oh, that, yeah. With that him old... and, uh, Roddy Piper for, uh, They oh, Live. Oh, They Live, yeah. Damn it, I wish I'd seen him. And, uh, he, you know, he walked by me. He was fine. He was nice. No problems. Um, Probably because he took numerous breaks also yeah. through it. But, I mean, it's like you said, he put any of the money for it. It's fine. I'm glad I got his autograph. I, I really am. He was nice and cordial and yeah. patient with other people, so yeah. Yeah, I can't really say anything bad about that. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen people who fly off the handle. Right. So That are nowhere near the celebrity he is. Well, no. Uh, especially, I, I guess it's the fact that being a, a director, he has to know how to handle and be around people, yeah, so he can yeah. he can deal with different personalities. You know, an actor really doesn't have to do that. Right. Well, they're they're the ones the director has to baby. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I always try to stick up for Carpenter. You know, I met him one time, and you know he. Very standoffish when I met him, you know, not really willing to chit chat with you, but you know, not not an asshole either. But I just kind of, you know, wrote that off as his personality. You know, I've heard a lot of people say at conventions that he's he's an asshole. Really? But uh, I don't know. I I guess I'm such a fan. I kind of, you know, you know, forget about all that. I never got that impression when I saw him. Yeah, well, that's good. That's no. good considering you know it was Sunday. Hell, he's been working all weekend. You know? Yeah, I was honestly surprised he came back after the panel because it closed at 5 and the panel was done just before... Oh, man, was it 2? Just before 2. Yeah, I think. yeah, it was when that one was. So I, I thought I was going to miss out again. Yeah. But no, I got 2. Yeah. I got The Thing and They Live autographed by him. So That's awesome. I'm pretty pleased this was a very good convention. Yeah, we got a lot of cool shit. You got a lot of cool shit. Oh, no. Did I'm, you get I'm, any cool DVDs or anything? Yeah, they uh, they have one gentleman from the UK who had several um, uh, UK Blu-rays and DVDs of Hammer films and you know other you know, cult films from the seventies, sixties and seventies. So I picked up Theater of Blood, 
Oh, the yeah. Limited Steelbook. Is that the Arrow release? Yes. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's limited to like 3,000. I might be wrong on that. And then I picked up uh, Shadow of the Kind, which is a Hammer film that's uh, kind of been off the radar for a while. But I can't wait to watch them. Um, I'm a huge Hammer fan. And yeah. It's kind of nice to see those there. I did not expect that. Because I usually have to ride on getting them from Amazon UK. The prices fluctuate all over the place. Yeah, for those. But he had decent prices for that. Yeah, they weren't bad. They weren't bad. I just, it, it wasn't a whole lot of stuff I was all that interested in. I mean, I'm, there, there's a lot of the, uh, the Arrow stuff I like. I just, you know, nothing Yeah, I he didn't have a whole lot of that. I was kind of surprised. I was hoping he would have, because I'm, I'm wanting to get the Arrow release of the car on Blu-ray. Oh, yeah. That just looks fantastic to me. I don't even think it's on Blu-ray here in the States. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I have the DVD, but that's... I mean, it's a good DVD, but, I mean, I want I want that, that treatment. Yeah. You know, interviews and everything. Yeah, I mean, they usually do a great job, you know, compared to some of the U.S. releases, you know, Blue Underground or... You know, synapse. I've I've heard the transfers on some some, you know, the demons being being one I've actually paid attention to. That the the U.S. transfer is better. You know, when you compare them side by side. But you know, I haven't seen it for myself. That's just what I've heard. But yeah, Arrow man, they're putting a lot of cool stuff out. I'm pretty impressed. I haven't actually bought one until the theater bought thing. But everything I've read about them, I'm yeah. pretty impressed. Yeah, they're Buy big. Them. Uh, yeah, I'm just fortunate to have a uh, Blu-ray player that will play. Yeah, those, they're, uh, they're all region locked now. I think all all the Arrow releases. Yeah, vast are. majority. I think there may be a handful that are not for whatever. Some of the older ones weren't. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. They. I don't know what happened, but at some point, they all the UK Blu-rays are region locked now. Yeah, all the the uh, Hammer ones that I bought from uh, I guess Studio Canal. Oh, I yeah. like that. All of them are. They're locked too. And uh, huh? they're region locked. Yes, they're all region locked, and unfortunately, several of them have had issues, quality control issues, when they've been released. So, I, and me being in the U.S., I can't really. It's, I think it's a little bit tougher for me to get you know replacement disc. Oh sure. And sure. such. So I I don't really I'm not really picky about you know the picture. And everything like some other people are. Yeah, as long as it's decent, I'll, I'll be fine with it. I'm more into the extras and learning yeah, about the whole yeah. filmmaking experience. That's it. I mean, as far as a Blu-ray goes, the main thing for me is probably the transfer itself mm-hmm. and the sound. Transfer, you know, totally, you know, uh, totally new transfer. You know, is, is generally what I like. A totally, uh, you know, remaster. Yeah, it's a shame with some releases that they just... It's almost like they just take the DVD and uh, oh, yeah. re-record it on there. <laughs> it, I mean, it was the same thing with DVD, you know, when they went through the... You know, when DVD first became really popular, a lot of that stuff was just VHS, mm-hmm. you know, just, just poured over from VHS. It's the same thing. Yeah. It, it took me a while to get into DVD because of that. Yeah. I didn't... See the point in upgrading to it, yeah. which now I mean you can't get VHS and Blu-ray. I was late getting into it because of that. But uh, you can get VHS. So the hipsters love it. 
Yeah, it's gone back to that. I thought oh, yeah. I saw some VHS tapes for They're sale. They're releasing shit on VHS. Yeah, trauma. Kind of like the way they're going back with uh, records with some things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, vinyl's fucking crazy right now. Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, it's neat for me, you know. I, I grew up with VHS. I didn't really grow up with vinyls. I, I recall them, but it was really cassette tapes, which... Yeah, I wonder if those will have a, a hipster come back. It yeah, wouldn't be surprised. Uh, yeah, it'll probably happen. Although I don't, I don't miss cassettes. Yeah, like I do sometimes VHS. Just yeah. for the cover, you know, the the case work for some of those VHS tapes at uh, rental stores. Oh man, was just awesome. Uh, that, uh, that's what sold it. It is. You know? you know, sometimes that was better than the film. Usually, if the if the cover art is is really good, the movie's gonna suck. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Some of that iconic cover art. But, uh, yeah, I just remember, you know, walking. But, yeah, that was the main thing for me was the, uh, you know, just walking through the video store, picking out the, you know, the best best thing with the best cover art, going home, being, you know, severely disappointed. But, oh, man. Yeah, it's, I mean, VHS is coming back. You know, they're releasing a lot of uh, movies, you know, with the, limited release VHS when they first come out like first one I remember doing that was House of the Devil it had the, the double pack with the DVD and the and the VHS and I actually bought that one and but you know some of these these newer films that come out on a VHS I haven't really bought into but I did buy uh, House of the Devil what are the prices like compared to oh they're more DVDs. like 25 bucks I figured that you know like uh, <clears throat> what's the uh is it Charles Band, you know, from Full Moon, Full Moon yeah. Video? They've uh, started releasing, you know, it's a big scandal because they came out and said apparently they, they found all these old big box VHS that, you know, people have come out and said now that that's, that's not true. They, they were, you know, they're reproductions and they're not the originals, which, you know, I don't know what's true, what's not, but it just... You know, he's just trying to capitalize on the popularity. Is all he's doing, and they were, you know, they were they were pricey. I don't remember how much he was charging for those, but maybe fifty bucks. I mean, it was a lot of money. It's got to be pretty limited supply. Yeah. Either way, cause I don't know how many places would be manufacturing VHS tapes at this I mean, point. Be surprised. Like I've I've heard that Walmart started carrying blank VHS tapes again. Really? Yeah. I heard a few years ago that the last company to be making them stopped. Maybe they just found them in a warehouse or something somewhere, uh, but they're they're selling them again. They're trying to fuck. I don't know. The people are trying to uh, bring it back or something. But I'm not. You know, I'm, the whole rewinding thing is the main thing to me. That and you know, picture quality. But yeah. Anyway, enough about VHS tapes. Back to this uh, convention here at the Dollar Tree. Um. But yeah, you know, overall, I was pretty impressed with everything. I. Uh, had a good time, met a bunch of cool people, a lot of people I knew from YouTube, and uh, yeah, just had a great time. It was a big party on uh, Saturday night out by the pool, you know. Uh, Lots of interesting costumes. Yeah, yeah, they had a little, uh, they had uh, DJ Press Play was out there where he was just pushing play on his on his uh, laptop, from his iPod, pushing that play button. He was DJing. Um, but yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. About as cool as you could be expected, you know. They shut it down at two and pretty much kicked everybody out. So, uh, yeah. 
I'm really curious how that went over with, you know, people who were not part of the convention yeah. in the hotel rooms. That's another thing I've read on Facebook and such. Like people with the rooms facing towards the party can hear it in the room. Really? Yeah, that's what they said. Is that Was that a problem? I haven't heard of any complaints. But, I mean, we didn't have that because we are in the other building oh, facing right. the opposite way. Right. Um, but uh, unless they put just convention goers straight up on that, that building there. I would imagine the majority of the hotel is full of people that are here. I mean, who the hell is going to come to this the place? Parking lot. The parking lot emptied out after, you know, after about five. Yeah. yeah. On the parking, it was, uh, I think we got a, a discounted rate of $7 a day to use their awesome parking. And, it was uh, a from, roof. from 15 it was 15 originally. Well, yeah, even so, to get in and out, you have to use your room key. And uh, the first time we did that, it just didn't work at all. And after that, we had to go through a valet. Who? Uh, I guess his DNA on the the room key together (laughs) helped us get in. He had the magic touch. He basically did the exact same thing someone else would do. But uh, it worked for him. Yeah, somehow. uh, It takes a lot of skill to stick your card in in a reader. Well, I even asked him. I even told him. Why it didn't work earlier for yeah. us? Because you remember trying to go yeah. um, half-ass or back-ass way yeah. out, and uh, he said, "Well, sometimes they just do that." And, well, you saw other people oh, yeah, they were yeah. backing up too. Oh you know? yeah, I guess they, they weren't uh, the only ones that were having a problem. But uh, no, not by any means. One of the many problems here at the Dollar Tree. But, uh, yeah, I've been pretty pleased with everything, and uh, you want to go ahead and wrap it up? Sure. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, this is the uh, Two Peas on a Pod podcast. We appreciate everyone listening. We'll see you next time.